everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. <laughs> we're getting, we're trying to be creative. It's the best we got without an opening jingle, right? <laughs> One day we'll come up with something. Okay. Oh, it's my turn to ask you a question, right? Like usual. Today. Um, so we are currently set up in Dimitri's office. Mm-hmm. And. In the background, I don't know if the speaker or if the microphone picks it up, but he has these hard drives and and they're making these sound. It's like boiling water. It's like... It's like as if you're boiling water. So my question is, how does a water heater work? So, uh, a water heater, first you need to store data on it, and by storing data on it, it slowly gets hot enough to give you... Water. Hot data. Hot data. (laughs) (laughs) So, unlike hard drives, a water heater does not store data, unfortunately. No. No. Um, But a water heater is essentially a giant pot. So, like you were saying about boiling water, Mm -hmm. you can think of having a, a very tall, upright pot, and if you start... Uh, the gas on it, what's going to happen is the hot water is going to rise to the surface, right? And the whole thing is going to get hot. And eventually, if you keep doing that, it's going to get to boiling temperature. Does that make sense? Oh, so so the thing is not a giant gas tank. It's just, it's a water tank. It's a water tank, yeah. <laughs> so, I always assume it's a giant gas tank. And I'm always assuming, I'm always wondering, like, every time I'm outside, I'm like, what happened if this thing blows up? Uh, that would be catastrophic. 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 If, that would be catastrophic if it were a gas tank. But thankfully, it's just a water tank. So if that thing blows up, it just end up with tons of water, which can cause tons of damage anyways. But Hot water. Hot water. So the way a water heater works is you essentially have uh, a flame underneath it that's mm-hmm. always on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually not always on. You always have a something called a pilot, which is on. So it's a little tiny... Uh, like matchstick light uh-huh. size thing. Um, and that will, based on the temperature of the water, if the water gets too cold, it will turn on a gas valve, which will then like actually put a burner on underneath the tank. Mm. And that burner will raise the temperature of the water that's inside the gas, the, the water heater, not the gas <laughs> Now you're thinking it's a gas tank too. Um, so what happens is you have cold water that enters the water heater. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it enters from the bottom because when you have something hot, it rises. Mm-hmm. So you want to put it at the bottom so you don't cool off the, the water that you're warming up. Um, and uh, that will slowly come to not near boiling. You don't want it boiling because that would, one, ruin your pipes that are plastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, it would scorch your hands or your mm-hmm. face or your body or whatever. Um, and you don't really want that. Uh, you want it at a certain temperature where pathogens can't um, like exist, but also not too cold or not too hot that you would burn yourself. I think the magic temperature is like 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. But we'll check the show notes. We'll put the proper number in there because it's actually important. Um, because there are some bacteria that will grow and flourish in your water heater if it's not hot enough. Oh. So you don't want that. Um, but you don't need it boiling either. You just need it hot enough for long enough, and that will kill basically everything mm-hmm. without burning you. Like, unless you have bacteria that live in the volcanic vents, but those bacteria, like, 
they they don't go after humans so yeah. it's like unrelated um so if if you have something that need, that can survive that hot the temperature it's not interested in you anyways um so <laughs> you just need to find that that sweet spot um then the water as i said i think the cold water comes in at the bottom so i think the hot water comes out near the middle or near the top uh-huh um and that hot water will then circulate throughout your house so if you and have as you use it uh-huh. more cold water will rush in yeah. So it's possible to use all the hot water. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, and then because the tank is basically a sealed tank, as you use the hot water, cold water comes in. Yeah. And it gets replaced. So if you use it all at once, like put all the hot water faucets on, you're going to run out of hot water. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just going to be used. Yeah. So sometimes you have a big enough house because you're rich enough. Right? <laughs> we're not <laughs> we're not uh but we we do have a long enough house uh where uh if you have like a bathroom at the very edge of your house Which it will take do. a while for the hot water to get there because you have tons of pipes in between right. the water heater and your faucet right yeah if you don't use the hot water those pipes the water will just sit in there and it will eventually cool down Does that makes sense yeah so if you turn on the hot water you're just gonna get cold water um and that's not desirable right mm-hmm. uh so the way around this is you can hook up a gizmo out at your sink um where you want your hot water immediately and what it will do is it's a valve that connects the hot water to the cold water so the hot water and it only goes in one direction it will go from hot water to cold water so what happens is you can put a pump at your water heater that will pump hot water and by pumping hot water, it's going to push all the cold water that's in the hot water pipes over into that little gizmo into the cold water pipes. Mm-hmm. And that cold water pipe is going to circle right back into the water heater because it's a closed system. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah. So you don't waste water instead of leaving the faucet on and waiting for the hot water to come. Yeah. You don't end up wasting water. You just waste a little electricity to pump the hot water over to where you need it. But you're not using that electricity crucially to warm the water Mm -hmm. so you're using an effective mechanism either gas or a heat pump to get your hot your water hot and this like there's tons of ways you can have water heaters um but yeah so that little gives you mean like with a with a little hamster running on a wheel and that's gonna boil (laughs) probably will boil um (laughs) but you can have something on your roof which will use the sun to heat up pipes uh, and those pipes will heat up the water, and that can be your source of hot water. Yeah. Assuming you have enough pipes to collect enough water and enough rays. You well, know? we don't have one of these systems, but our pipes are on top of the roofs. Our cold water pipes. <laughs> so we live in a place called Sun Valley, hence the name. And it's so hot here that <laughs> during the summer, it's just hot water. Uh, so our our hot water pipes are not on the roof. It's really yeah. The cold water pipes go through the roof. Our hot water pipes don't. So what ends up happening is our hot water is cold, but our cold water is scorching, like unbelievably hot. Like if I go to water the plants, I cannot aim it at plants because I will kill the. I will boil the poor plants alive. Um, like it is so unbelievably hot. And it takes a while for that hot water to rinse through. It does, yeah. Meanwhile, the hot water is frigid and nice and cold because it's just been sitting there all day, which is the most ironic thing. So I have a question. Uh Earlier you said 
So water that isn't being used just mm-hmm. sits in the pipe. But I'm I'm imagining like you have a pipe mm-hmm. that is open ended, right? Yeah. And there's water in there. But if it's not even used, wouldn't it just run out? But then if the pipes are closed, where's the water running to? So the like, faucet is the open end. Right. So you have two sides to the the circuit of uh-huh. pipes in your house. You have the water mains, uh-huh. which is a ton of water pressure. Like water only goes in one direction from the water mains into your house. Uh-huh. And then you have faucets or showers or whatever yeah. uh, at various places within your house. Mm-hmm. And until you open one of those up, all the water is not moving because the oh, water mains can't push the water. Oh, right. Because it's trapped in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Water does not compress. I, I'm somehow thinking like you have a faucet, which is, which has a hole. Mm-hmm. Why isn't the water just dripping through even if you close the water out? Well, if you have a if you have a leaky <laughs> faucet, it will find its way through. Yeah. But that's that's why even if you're in a building like on the third story, mm-hmm. you can still get water because the pressure from the water mains is so strong that it pushes the water up basically. Mm-hmm. Um and some very tall buildings what you end up having is a pump to help the water mains bring water all the way to the top floor. And then from that point forward, it goes down. So you let gravity do the rest of the pressure mm. for you. So on the topic of water, then, mm-hmm. how do you make... Because sometimes... We used to live in a in this apartment, and the water is so... It feels very dry when it touches your skin. Mm-hmm. So how do you make water, I guess, not dry? So there's a there's a concept of water softness, uh-huh. and the easiest way to describe this is if you get and lather some soap on your hands, yeah, and put a little water. That water is so soft and smooth, right? right? Um, whereas if you just have like just straight water, it doesn't feel as soft mm-hmm. as that. So there's that concept of water softness. What the softness is caused by, I think, are salts, not like NaCl salt, but any sort of ionic compound so not the salt that we eat not the salt that we eat necessarily like you can put salt and that will make it like (laughs) that will make it soft which is why when you take a bath there's a ton of things like bath bombs and stuff Uh, it's just salt basically uh, so you're adding it to the water and it makes the water soft uh, soaps are very similar to that um it might not be ionic compounds but you have lipids that do the same thing it's basically little bits of fat um, and that slides around just as much as uh, salts end up making water do. So that the reason it's probably hard, and it's the opposite concept of uh, soft water, um, probably has to do with the types of chemicals they use to treat the water. Meaning if it's hard, there's probably not much in there for in terms of like other ionic compounds. So then it's very, it's much cleaner then. Yeah, it's much more sanitary, I should say. Uh-huh. Whereas by introducing salt, you introduce ingredients for all sorts of things, whether that's life or whether that's um, metallic compounds that start leaching into. Mm-hmm. Um, like one thing is we use lead piping for a lot of infrastructure. And I don't know if, if you're in the U.S., you probably heard that uh, the president said he wants to replace all the lead piping. Lead piping isn't inherently bad. Because what will happen is as the water goes through, it will calcify and create a protective layer within the inner part of the pipe. So if you rush enough water through there, then you end up with 
a lead pipe that has an inner layer that protects the water from the lead. Mm -hmm. And you don't end up with lead poisoning as a result of that. The problem, though, is if you change the chemicals that are in the water, that will eat up the calcified layer, and now you have a contamination between lead and the water. Um, and that's what happened in Flint, Michigan? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, they basically changed the the composition of, at the water treatment plant, um, and in one fell sweep, they ruined all of the city's infrastructure. Mm. Um, and that that's the problem with lead piping. Uh, lead is a very convenient material to use. It's very like soft, so it's easy to make pipes that don't crack and burst um, with it. Whereas if you have an iron pipe, guess what? Iron rusts, and eventually you have a leak. Um, so lead piping is actually something we've been using for a long time. The Romans were using it. They were not dying of lead poisoning left and right because of these inherent properties of like putting water through it. It's going to create a barrier um, anyways. But uh, how that's related to the water softness, I'm not totally 100% sure. But I believe the chemicals that they use um, make water softer or harder. Mm-hmm. And it it will impact like your hot the temperature of the water like coming out of the hot water sometimes is softer mm-hmm. than the cold water um and that's just because by changing the temperature you get different concentrations of things um and that's what changes the how things feel mm-hmm. all right all right so thanks for listening everyone bye bye what are all these machines you have here what is the what's the machine that's making all this noise that's a hard drive enclosure your hard drives are making this noise yes okay (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-oh